my kids said, Baba, why, why the police want to hit me? What did I do? Regardless of his status, where he came from, whether he asked for asylum or didn't ask for asylum, you can't do this to another fellow human being. Now Romania border closed, Hungary closed, Bosnia closed. What are you doing in Serbia? The first step in any kind of physical violence, before that takes place, what happens is always the dehumanization of the other. I'm not enemies. What are you doing? Hello and welcome to the Info Migrants podcast, Tales from the Border. I'm Emma Wallace. Today, we are back at the border between Serbia, Hungary and Romania in the north of Serbia. As András Ledera from the Hungarian Helsinki Committee and Idro, our reporter, continue their journey to meet migrants who have experienced numerous pushbacks in their journey northwest towards the EU. Last time, András met Jalal, who had been hit by a vehicle in Hungary, and the driver left him on the road. Jalal suffered horrific injuries. Even three weeks later, he was still unable to walk without help. You see flesh, pure flesh. It's entire parts of his flesh is missing from his hand. There is this huge injury all over his right leg. He can't walk at all. His left hand is so swollen as if he would have been in a beehive. He told me that after he crossed the border, he stayed for some time in an abandoned house, alone, with injuries like that. He was left for his own devices. Even one element of this story is problematic, but taking it together, this is just really outrageous. It is to an abandoned house, a makeshift camp in the forest that Andras and Idro head to next in order to hear the tales of more migrants. This time, those who have attempted the game, crossing the border between Serbia and Romania. During the drive, Andras explains a bit of the legal background to the situations he is investigating. Some of the language contained in this episode is strong, as people describe what has happened to them at various borders between Serbia and the EU. Part of Andras's work at the Hungarian Helsinki Committee is to document human rights abuses at the borders with and within Hungary, so-called pushbacks, which are against EU law. There was a judgment of the Court of Justice of the European Union, the EU's court, in December 2020. It was a judgment in a case that the European Commission brought against Hungary, partly because of this pushback law, because it is in violation of EU law. And the court last December found that indeed the Hungarian law and the Hungarian practice is in breach of EU law, the police must stop these pushbacks and the Hungarian parliament must amend the legislation. But despite the EU judgment, the pushbacks have continued, says András. We are sitting in this car on the 15th of May. Pushbacks are still carried out. The Hungarian parliament did not change anything. Um, the Hungarian Minister of Justice requested the Constitutional Court to decide whether we should at, at all implement this judgment, which is in itself 
very worrisome development and the police keeps publishing every day on their official website precise numbers of people they pushed back the day before from Hungary to Serbia. Since the beginning of this year, it's almost 20,000. Another problem is, though, that although in theory you could seek asylum in Hungary, it has been made increasingly difficult, says Andras. At the same time, you can't seek asylum in Hungary anymore. The only way you can try to seek asylum is if you go to the Hungarian embassy in Belgrade or in Kiev, in these two cities, and submit a 20-page questionnaire. And after you submit that questionnaire, the asylum authority in Budapest makes a suggestion in two months whether the embassy should issue a special permit. And then if it does, you have to travel on your own, as you want, as you can, from Belgrade up here to the border, show your papers to the Hungarian police, and then you can ask for asylum. Since this system was introduced last year, in May 2020, there have been less than 10 people who were allowed to do that. We are in Zombor now. This is a city very close to the Croatian-Hungarian-Serbian tripartite border. There is another camp here in Zombor. And there seems to be much more people here than in Subotica. And we also came here because there are a couple of volunteers working up here in the north, providing food and non-food items to people on the move. And they are the ones who usually meet for the first time those people who are pushed back from Hungary. So they have fresh and first-hand information on what's going on um, up here at the border. And I just met uh, some of them to hear what is their experience, what's new, what's changing. This is something we usually do when, uh, when we come to Zombor or Subotica. Some people are cooking dinner when Andras and Idro arrive at their camp in the forest outside Zombor. Idro gets talking to one of them. What is your name? Mohamed. Yes. Why are you out here, not in the camp? Uh, because it's not clean in the camp. We have uh, insects. We have mafia in the camp. Syrian mafia. What do you mean Syrian mafia in the camp? I don't know. But I don't do the fights with them. Just I need to go to Germany, to Austria. I'm not coming for the fight, you understand? Just this. And what do you want to do in Germany if you go there? I have some job. Maybe I will find some new friends and new life. Yes. Now I'm here. And you're from uh, Romania, yes? No, That's right. no, 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 from Hungary. 
from Hungary. I'm from Hungary. Okay. That's why I'm asking because we are. No problem. No problem. Yeah. You from Zijet? Budapest. Budapest. Yeah. Not yes, Saged. Not Saged. Okay. No problem. Yeah. Welcome to you. From where you come? No problem. Okay. Shukran. Okay. Following six years of hate campaigns in Hungary, most Hungarians don't even think that there would be human stories to listen to here because they've been told endless times that these people are dangerous, these people are horrible, these people are terrorists, they are not refugees. Mohammed begins to tell Andras what happened on the multiple times he has tried to cross the borders in this region and he has met with police, army and border guards. Andras is trying to establish how many times he may have been the victim of illegal pushbacks. Some of the language he uses may be shocking to some. Uh With the police. The dogs with the police. Yes, but not with the army. No. No, okay. And army and police, they together also? Or Uh, only army? Uh Only army. Uh But after uh, five minutes, the police come. The police come? Yes. Uh Because they call the police? No. No? The police, the first say we. Mm -hmm. And he coming. Uh-huh. But the first coming, the army. The army. After five minutes, uh, the police, police. come. Uh-huh. But they have uh, the collection call. I said that. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you say army, that's why I'm yes. asking. I, this, uh-huh. I sure, I sure is army. Yes. And you, you go on game here? Yes. Next to river, yes? Yes. And there, next to river? You meet these people with, yes. with the mask? Yes, a lot of people. A lot of people. And maybe the, the, yeah. the photos you showed me? How, how this happened to you? It's with a knife. With a knife? Yes. But who struck him? Police, no, army, the army, the army. Yes. Uh huh. And uh, he remembers where it was, the place, the location. And he, the the army, he think uh, he's the rebel. Ah, he's the smuggler. He, he think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Don't struck the, and the so, people. And so they cut him. And the army, they uh, think in the Afghan. Don't know the... Yes. Because the Afghan make the, the fights. Yes. So they thought he's Afghan. And that's why they cut him with the knife, because army think he's Afghan. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. And he's also Syrian. No, Iraq. He's from Iraq. Uh huh. Andras asks Mohammed a lot of questions to try and establish if what happened to the group as they attempted to cross borders is violating international or EU law. The Hungarian Helsinki Committee has documented thousands of pushbacks at borders like these over the years. Another thing he checks is whether or not the migrants asked for asylum from the border guards, police or military they meet. 
If they did, their request should be treated in accordance with international law and their claim heard rather than their presence in the country ending in a summary pushback. And um, how often it happens that you go on a game and you come back like this? Every time? Almost every time? No, almost every time. Sometimes they uh, steal the money and yeah. the phone. And break the phone. Yes. And yes. Sometimes, not sometimes. Not every always. Time. Yes. Mm -hmm. And every time they take photo of you? Yes. Every time. Every time, yeah. yes, every time. Two every times time. in one game. Two, two times, times in one game. Yes. yes. Two times, three times. Yes. And camera? Yes. yes. When they with a camera make and you cross video, back. video mm -hmm. and uh, the pictures. But when, for example, they do this to him, it was before camera or after camera? So what? Before camera or after camera? Before, before, before. before. Yes, before. Yes. before. So you can see it on camera that he's walking with this. Because it's only up there. Okay. Okay. So they are not stupid. Okay. And this camera, I mean, there's no. And nothing there. No. Mm -hmm. I think two things are striking for me about what they said. First is that traditionally, in the past, people didn't complain about the Hungarian military for being violent. But these people, they said, the ones who caused the injuries, the cut on the leg, and other kind of beatings, it was the military. I asked it several times, and they insisted it was the military, and I'm very surprised and very sad. And they In catch one, you. One minute. And, yes. One minute, it struck uh, my friend. Yeah. Yes. And he say, motherfucker, yeah. you know this. Yes, you know. And they struck with uh, the gun or no, with, with the wood? His, with his, uh, with his leg? Yes. Uh huh. Yes. And then. But we, we do that. Yeah, yes. yes okay. We don't have knife. We don't, don't no, knife no, 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 no. Guns. But yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, how many times you try? 30, oh, 50? Maybe 40. Maybe, maybe 40. 40. And when did you come? January? What? This, when did you arrive here? Uh, before five uh, months ago. Five months ago. Yes. Uh -huh. And you try also to Croatia? Yes. But that's also very bad, no? Yes. Mm -hmm. And you try to Romania? Yes. And when they catch you, do you say asylum? I am, I'm a refugee, I want asylum, or you don't say it? Yes, I said that. And what they say to you? Uh, fuck you. Don't try again. Some people. Uh -huh. Okay, Some. no, no, I yes, understand. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. No problem. Some people say, fuck you. But the other thing that's striking here is that one of the persons said he arrived five months ago and he already tried 40 times. And every time he explains that he's from Syria, he speaks English, so... There is no excuse for the Hungarians to say they didn't understand. They still push him back all the time. And it's not just him. So other people who have been here for eight months, they can't even remember how many times they tried to cross into Hungary and ask for asylum.
Even the migrants who have stories of violence acknowledge that not all the border guards or police are being violent or even necessarily breaking the law. But sometimes we see uh, some bad police, some bad army. Army, uh-huh. yes. Mm-hmm. Not, not a lot, not only bad. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yes. And you, when you, when the police or army meet you in Hungary, yes, they take picture. Yes. Yes. And one person, one uh, person from the, I think police, police. He say, I said you five times. He remember you. Yes. Uh huh. But now we are friends now. Really? Yes, we are friends. Is it that train? Mm. Yes, some people in the road, no problem. Yeah. Yes. But he doesn't hurt you? No, but one, one uh, fat man yes. is struck me. Police? Let's go there. Okay. Oh, that's smart. And one uh, Romania police is asked me, you will try again? I said, yes, of course, I will this. That's why you are here. Yeah. Yes, but he was a good person. He say I wish good luck to okay. you, and he say he cannot help me because his work is stop me. Well, yes, his work is to stop you. Yes, and help you to ask asylum. He cannot say, yes, fuck off. Yes, he cannot say go back. Yes, he should let you ask asylum. Yes, so he is not doing a good job. I think the minimum program would be that. The European countries actually allow people to seek asylum, to actually get into the procedure and let them explain why they are here. Are they in need of help? Can they go back home? The people I talk to, they don't seem that they could go back home. And where are you from? From Syria? From Derzor. From Derzor? Yes. In my city. There are a lot of people up here who are from Deirzor. Yes, because we have a lot of armies in the Deirzor, yes. America, and the Russia, and Iran, and Iraq, and Egypt. Egypt. Mm. We have Egypt yeah. there, yes, and uh, <laughs> Afghan. Afghan? Yes. Because you know, Malaysia. we know the Shia, so uh-huh, yes. yes, you know this. And we have in the Deir Zor a lot of petrol mm-hmm. and gas and uh, and the gold in the in the ground. Yes. Yes. Maybe you know that. It's very dangerous. Yes. yes. And you stay here in these buildings. Yes. You sleep I live here. In here. Yes. Uh-huh. And when the police, Serbian police, they don't. Know, sometimes. 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 Yes. But it's okay. One yes. of the person mm-hmm. from Syria, he explained that he's actually running from the military. He was drafted in the military. He doesn't want to fight. And now he has to run, not just from Assad's regime, but from all the other forces that are present in his city where he's from. He showed me the pictures of his family who have died. This man is all by himself. He had to flee because of the war. And when you go on game, you also go sometimes with the children with young? Yes. 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 And they also beat the children? No. They okay. don't say that. About me, I don't say that. Okay. Maybe 
something happened with uh, with the other guys i don't know mm -hmm. but about me i don't say that mm -hmm. okay. yes this barat ساعات الترجمه هذا البراد نحط به الاكل براد يعني ما عندنا براد نحط الاكل هنا لان السيراميك بارد Another Mohammed from Syria, who is 25 and mostly speaks Arabic, takes Andras and Idro inside one of the abandoned buildings where the group sleep. So you sleep many people here? All. All 20, 25. He says he has been in Serbia for a year already and was in the middle of a university degree when he had to flee. Inside the buildings, they meet an Iraqi Christian man who had already spent 10 years in Germany and speaks fairly fluent German to them. He tells them first why he left the official camp to squat. The showers are broken and dirty. They are always trying to mend them, but the doors are broken. The taps are broken. There is no warm water. There are so many problems, and they keep going back. I lived in Germany for 10 years, in Berlin. I had problems, and that is why I left Germany, and now I'm trying to get back there. I can't stay in my home country because, as a Christian, it is problematic. It is hard for Christians and Yazidis there, so I must get back to Germany. Half of my family are in Germany. I have two brothers and a sister and two cousins. I am from Baghdad, originally. But now I am here waiting. No one can get in. Not even animals can cross the border at the moment. Nothing gets through. The Romanians hit you. They don't let anyone in. They hit you and push you back. In Croatia, it is the same story. It just doesn't work. When I don't get through, then I will have to stay here. If you pay, then maybe you have a chance. But you have to pay at least 4,000 to get to Austria. And then I still have to walk at least 60 kilometers and wait for a few days here and there and sleep in the open. In 2019, I wanted to go back to my home country, but it just doesn't work there. It is full of war and it is not a place for us anymore. For the last 20 years, all they have known is war, theft and violence. The children are growing up seeing violence everywhere. The structures have broken down. Do you think they are going to be able to study, to be doctors or engineers? There is no respect anymore. They don't listen to their parents. They just leave the school when they want. They say, it is none of your business. Nothing works. It is not like it was before. I think if 10 million Hungarians would not be given xenophobic hate messages by the government and by the public media, but if they would be able to come here and talk or just listen to these people for two minutes, probably they would think differently. I also believe that if those people who hurt the people we just talked to here, if they would know the personal story behind why this or that individual is actually here, why they can't go home, they wouldn't beat them. Andras Ledera is from the Hungarian Helsinki Committee, a human rights organization which documents violations of the rights of migrants who are trying to cross the borders in this part of the world. People like Mohammed, a Christian from Iraq. And you can hear more of these stories in the next episode of the Info Migrants podcast, Tales from the Border. There you will hear the third part of Andras and Idro's journey along Balkan borders, ending in the Serbian capital, Belgrade. 
This episode of the InfoMigrants podcast, Tales from the Border, was recorded by Idro Seferi in Serbia. It was produced and presented by me, Emma Wallace, edited by Maria McGregor, and mixed in the DW studio by Get Georgi. The music was kindly provided to us by the group Chinese Man in France. Soyez tranquille. On ne peut rien vous faire pour la